What's going on, guys? Today is episode five of our podcast, and today we're really excited because the NFL playoffs are coming up really soon um, in a couple of hours, and we're making this podcast to talk about it. First matchup is the Green Bay Packers versus the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. This one's an exciting one. Lead it off to Dylan. Oh, yeah, and it is Football Sunday, Conference Championship Week, and I think everyone uh, that likes football is very excited because we have the four of the best QBs in the league facing off, and this mm-hmm. usually doesn't happen, but it has happened this year, and we have some good matchups. Bucks, Packers is the first one that we're going to be covering, and the Bucks' key to winning is Tom Brady. If he mm-hmm. plays well and they establish a good lead and run, run, run the ball with Leonard Fournette, Ronald Jones, maybe even um, a little bit of that Vaughn guy, I think that they can win this game. As Tom Brady passed oh, God. That? for 199 yards, two touchdowns, and no interceptions against uh, the uh, New Orleans Saints. And that is crucial because, as you saw, Jared Cook fumbling – Brees throwing three interceptions. They couldn't move the ball downfield, but have how many deep threats they have. That awesome Bucks receiving core. Mm-hmm. They have to go downfield against this mediocre Packers defense. Yeah, I yeah. I agree. And looking at the Week Six matchup of the Bucks and Packers, it was the worst game by far for. Green Bay losing by 28 to Tampa Bay for the final score, 38 to 10. Tom Brady, I mean, he was good, but he only had 166 yards and two touchdowns against Green Bay. The, the main key of the week six game was Ronald Jones rushing for 23 carries, 114 yards, almost five yards a carry, and two touchdowns. With AB out today, I think they're going to need a pound, pounded pound. Do you guys agree that if they pound the ball with Ronald Jones, Keyshawn Vaughn, and Lee, and LeSean McCoy and um, Leonard Fournette. Yeah, I think that's the only yeah. way they're going to win this game um, because they're missing out A.B. And I think if they pound the ball, uh, they win this game. And also they have to have a couple deep threats because A.B.'s out. But I think they win this game. Yeah, I agree. And what are um, some other stats for the from the Packers side of from the Packers' side. Aaron Rodgers, 160 yards and two interceptions. That is terrible. And if Aaron Rodgers plays like that, they're going to lose by another 28. But Aaron Rodgers has been the front-running MVP for most of this back half of the season and, like, the end of the first half of the season. Aaron Rodgers needs to step it up today. And he, 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 like he has yeah. been all season. And the Packers have been known to face good opponents in the NFC Championship and lose, as they've done mm-hmm. uh, to the Seahawks last year, the 49ers, and uh, a lot of other times. So do you think they will break that, what do you call it, curse today? Yes, I agree. Um, yeah, I think they break this curse today. Uh, I, I think they beat the Chiefs. I don't know. Wait, what am I saying? Beat the uh, Buccaneers if they just pound the ball, pound the ball, pound the ball. And I think Ronald... Jones or Leonard Fournette has to get over 100 yards um, for them and to win this another game. I do believe factor. that this uh, Bucks will win this game. I just think same thing that I think, um, same opinion that I think the Chiefs. I just don't see Tom Brady losing. I see him going to another Super Bowl, 
and maybe losing there. Yeah, right, so I, I, I'm going to take yeah. the Bucks. But in this game, we are going to do a segment of this podcast called Hot, Hotter, and Hottest. Three mm-hmm. takes that you slightly believe in, pretty much believe in, and totally believe in. Jack. Uh, do they have to be all about NFL or no? Uh, they can be about the Bucks and Packers game. Oh, okay. So, a hot take I have is that Aaron Rodgers will pass for 250-plus yards. I think that Aaron Rodgers, I'm very confident in him, especially that he's been a great old season with Devontae Adams as as the best receiver in the league, at least for this season. And I think that Aaron Rodgers will pass for 250 yards. My hotter take is that, well, I, I feel like that Jair Alexander will have at least an interception and a, and a two and a two tackles for loss tonight. And my hottest Ooh. take is that uh, Devontae Adams has two receiving touchdowns today, and that's the reason why they win the game is because Devontae Adams is not Adams, be able to be Wow. Those are all believable, and they're really good takes because they all could happen, and I I honestly believe in all of them. I think Devontae Adams will have two receiving yards. I think that Jair Alexander will lock up Mike Evans, or if he's guarding Godwin. But I think – oh, whoa, I have a hot take. Um, So the hot take, my hot – wait, what's the least one? The not – It's hot, take. hot, hottest, and hot. Hot, hotter, right. and hotter. So my hot take is that Jair Alexander will lock up uh, either one or two of the corners – and also, I think he is the second best cornerback in the league. And stats showed um, he let up like five catches, two catches, in like all the weeks. And that's really impressive. And I think he can do that again versus the Buccaneers. My hotter take would be that. Let's see. I uh, I think that Devonte Adams will have at least 150 yards and at least one touchdown. And the reason I think that is because, one, the Bucks. I don't believe they have anyone to stop him. Like, um, the Rams last week had Jalen Ramsey. Still couldn't stop him. Also known as the best cornerback in the league. Um, my hottest take is that Aaron or Tom Brady will throw two interceptions, and that's why they'll lose the game. Wow. So... <laughs> Those are all uh, six believable takes that I would definitely believe in. But my hot take will be that um, Aaron Jones will not rush for over 70 yards. Wow. I think they'll give the ball to Jamal Williams and A.J. Dillon more. I think he'll still be efficient, but he won't get as many carries as last week. Yeah, because I, I feel like uh, the Bucks will be maybe ready for mm-hmm. that. But. They're going to be ready for an uh, and power team. Anyway, my hot or take will be that both teams score over 30 points. Whoa, that would be really exciting. I'd love that. Both teams score over 30 points, empowering offenses and mediocre defenses on both sides. Mm-hmm. And my hottest take will be this game – will come down to the final two minutes and will not be more than a four-point deficit. Oh, I like that. I like uh, that would be a really exciting game. 
uh, all nine of these hot, hot, this and hot takes, uh, all believable, all could happen. And I really, honestly, think that they all could happen. Um, uh huh. Yeah. Now switching gears to the AFC, we got the battle of the young superstars who will own this league for the next decade to come. Decade, yeah. Yeah. So I think that my my three highest takes is my hot take for this Chiefs game versus the Buffalo Bills is that Josh Allen will have at least three total touchdowns. I think that Josh Allen is a is a great quarterback and will really. I like how you said three total touchdowns because Josh Allen he does yeah, have a cannon of an arm and it's a battle of Madden throw power today, but I believe that his legs could come in big fashion in this game. Mm-hmm. I think he could run for a If they have to put a spy on him that either takes up one of their linebackers or a defensive tackle that is can't keep up with him, that's also one less man rushing or in coverage. So that Yeah, to guard Stefan Diggs, my opinion, second best uh-huh. receiver. And so my hotter take is that Damian Wilson – if you guys know who he is, or da- Damian mm-hmm. Williams, or I think. Oh yeah. yeah. My bad. Yeah. I know Damian. You, you know him in the you you know him from last year's playoffs with the clutch uh-huh. run touchdown for last from last year's game for the Super Bowl. I think that Damian Williams will have 80 rushing yards today and a touchdown. I think that the Buffalo Bills secondary is going to do a great job playing defense on Tyree Kill. He's a top five receiver in the league, in my opinion. And Travis Kelsey's the best tight end in the league. I don't think that's without a doubt. I yeah, think that doubt. that brings Damian Williams clutch up in the running game. And now brings me to my hottest take. My hottest take is that the Bills will win, and none other than Stephon Diggs will have at least 120 receiving yards and a touchdown. Whoa. Mm-hmm. I agree. Now, that second take about uh, Darrell Williams rushing for over 80 yards – I could see it in a perfect world. You know, uh, Bill's secondary goes all out uh, in the pass game. But this isn't that world. They're going to stop him just because he's not that X-tier running back. He's not he can't, the he can't tenth fight, level, he can't break level of tackles. He, he's, he's, he's just not that great of a running back. And behind a mediocre, I'm going to use that word again and again, <laughs> Uh, Chiefs O-line, I just don't see it happening. Yeah, I agree. I feel like that it can go either way with my take that I said as my yeah. take. Yeah. I think that um, yeah. I think that he might, but he might not. It's just a- And whoa! I have just gotten an alert that Patrick Mahomes has been diagnosed with turf toe in his left foot. No way! Okay, that wow. changes everything. That so we <laughs> might have to change a bit what? of our picks. Oh my god! Here, um, whoa! Is he out? I don't know if he can play through that. No, you cannot play through a turf toe, as we saw. Julio Jones had it, I think, a couple of years ago, and so did Devontae yeah, Adams. And he had to sit out for three weeks. Yeah, so if they make it to the Super Bowl, oh he will god. maybe be able to play because the Super Bowl is a week break. But I still this don't think so. This is crazy. <laughs> what? Oh my god. Diagnosed with turf toe only hours before the game. And a concussion. 
Get a bro, Patrick Mahomes. So, I feel for you, man. I mean, Go I don't know stuff. if I don't know if the NFL is going to cut his toe off for him <laughs> to play because I I think the NFL is very very mad right now. That's We're not going to say it, but Chad Henne just isn't the blockbuster. Chad Henne. Yeah, I, I think I'm I'm still really interested in this because Chad Henne did play um fairly decent against the uh. In the divisional round, but no, he sent them. He sent them. He sent them where they are now. Yeah, yeah. You gotta think. Is it a concussion in his toe? A concussion toe. Because I think the NFL will make up a concussion protocol for um, Patrick Mahomes' toe <laughs> for him to play. Yeah, but I just don't. He will not play this. Uh, and what is it like? A couple hours. Um, couple hours. And that's really going to affect them big time, as you know. In my opinion, best quarterback in the league. Eh, second, top, yeah. top two. But that's going to affect the Chiefs dramatically, especially the pass game. So I really don't think that Damian Williams' hot take is going to happen because they're not going to be able to pass the ball downfield like they usually yeah. are with Pat Mahomes. As you saw, Chad, with the whole like, third, and fourth, third and 14 run. Well, first, the Bills are going to game plan for that. And second, he threw that horrible interception that almost threw the game mm-hmm. earlier in the but game. But that's what happens now in backups. That was completely forgotten. Yeah, they don't have experience. They don't get starter reps. So how do you think this amazing, uh, glorious news for the Bills <laughs> and this hatred, a horrible news for Chiefs fans? Well, I, I think it'll be the same a lot. That game's I think that going to affect it is that the Chiefs have been not charged. Yeah, so I don't think that Damian Williams has yeah. anywhere near uh, crib now that that happened. So, might have to change. Got the camera. And anyway, uh, I don't think there's really a point of going in depth because if the Bills play like they played all season, and uh, we know that they can play. Yeah. I think they're going to win this game. Yeah. Um, uh, what are your score predictions? Well, now that now game? that Patrick Mahomes is out, I think I'm going back to my uh, what I said earlier. Twenty. Oh, maybe not on this podcast, but twenty-eight to fourteen score. I added as twenty-eight to twenty-one, but now that Patrick Mahomes, I think I go twenty-eight to fourteen because I don't think they could score that many points without Patrick Mahomes. He's yeah. Off. I, I think, think for my case, I'm going with my favorite team this playoffs so far: Bills Mafia. I'm yeah. going with 31 to 15. 16, 17, sorry. 31 to 17. Yeah. And I agree. Get the folding tables out. <laughs> uh, Bill's Mafia is going to move on to the Super Bowl. Wow, I'm excited and for that. What I, said, what I said earlier about I can't see uh, the Chiefs losing. Well, now it's I can, a little bit. Yeah, I think you could definitely see the Chiefs me. losing now. I think I could definitely see them losing. But um, I also, I also I think Chad Henney does not play. Yeah, but Chad Henney, a lot we've seen many backups like Nick Foles. We've seen uh, I forgot his name, but he used to play for the Giants. Like clutch it out in the in the yeah. in the last round of the playoffs and make it to the yeah. Super Bowl. Well, this this yeah, this playoffs is different. Tyler Huntley didn't win. Um, Mitch, uh, Mitch. Um, Mitch is, plays like a backup quarterback. He did not win against the Saints. Uh, just, like, <laughs> I just don't see it happening. But I do 
not think that the Bills will underestimate Chad Henney. As yeah, I think they're going to play this. This is the AFC Championship, and they haven't been good in so, so long. Yeah. They will not underestimate this. Decision. I think you also have to take, you have to take how Chad Henney's going to play today, like how Mahomes is going to play today. Yeah, and he just won't be able to do the same stuff. Yeah. He can't roll out to the left, avoid two defenders, and, and throw, throw a magical a pass that looks like it's magic. Like Tyree Hill. Princess. Like, what? Not it's just a flick a of a wrist. And it's like, no wonder no one can uh, intercept Patrick Mahomes. Because he's so, he tricks everybody with his eyes, with his arm movement, yeah. with everything, and Chad Henney just doesn't <laughs> but have the that pass ability. is also coming in like 60 miles an hour. That's like a hundred miles an hour in baseball terms. Yeah, and I, Chad Tyree Kill, Chad Henney, they do not click, and I don't think they will in this game. And I think that's yeah. gonna affect them because I think Travis Kelsey will have to carry this game. Yeah, and I don't even know if they'll click because uh, Travis Kelsey's so used to perfect passes, perfect weird passes like that, like roll out to the side, and Chad Henney. He doesn't fit their playbook, and yeah. this last also, second injury I'm is not going to help. I'm thinking that Chad Henney, Chad Henney kind of reflects how Alex Smith played, mm-hmm. and maybe they have a scheme for that, but I still don't think that Yeah, but that's a couple that. years ago, and they haven't that's played like that in a while, and they, they've been uh-huh. planning for Patrick Mahomes to be their uh, quarterback since Alex Smith left and or got injured, and this is going to affect the Chiefs dramatically because – they're not ready for a quarterback like Chad Henney to come in and take the role when Patrick Mahomes is hurt because they're just they don't have a playbook for him because he can't do the stuff Patrick Mahomes can do and that's gonna affect them. NBA. Okay. And one thing I wanted to I want to go. First thing I want to talk about is the. Uh, Cavs, as we saw the Cavs beat the Nets, who we thought were, like, the best team in the league, acquiring James Harden, uh, Kevin Durant, um, averaging the second most points in the league, I believe, um, and Harden averaging the most assists, and the Cavs beat them twice in a row. Like, that's that just shows... Uh, chemistry has to be there, and chemistry right now is not there. But uh, I think last night they beat the Miami Heat, but the chemistry is not there for them. If you're losing two games in order the Cavs, uh, that's not a good sign, especially when you're that good of a team. Even though uh, the young bowl, Colin Sexton, went for 42 points or 41. Still, I don't think you can lose that game twice in a row. I really don't think you can. You, you can't. I, 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 I think you come to all like an overtime and breaking law. Not breaking law. Like pretty frustrating law. Pretty tough law. You really can't lose that game twice. twice. Um, mm-hmm. That's right. Like, that's, that's like the, the biggest no for an NBA team like the Nets that needs to win now for the trade. Yeah, um, it is only the first month of the season, but I think they need to click soon because this season is a shorter season. I think if they can't click before the playoffs, they will not be doing good. And they're not much better than the Cavs. They're only 10-8. and eight. But as we um, saw, I think it was our first podcast or maybe our second, we saw the Nets having the best bench in the league. But now they threw that all away, throwing Karis LeVert, Jared Allen, and 
uh, Spencer Dinwiddie getting hurt and not playing Bruce Brown enough and Landry Shamit's not playing the best. Um, and all these guys not playing their best and trading away their depth and getting hurt. It's just hurting them so much because they can't be playing KD 36 minutes, Kyrie 34 minutes, and James Harden 41 minutes the whole season. They're going to be burnt the time the playoff comes. Yeah, yeah. I, I think, think that, that- yeah, if you lose four games in a row, you're out of it. But in the NBA, since there's 72 games a season, usually 82, but COVID protocols, um, that's going to really affect them. But uh, one thing I want to talk about in the NBA, I don't know if we're expecting to talk about this, but it's the COVID protocols. A bunch of guys are not following the COVID protocols, and it's just it just shows. Like Jason Tatum, not that he didn't follow them. Uh, Jason Tatum got COVID, and there's they have there's like thirty players who got COVID in like a week. Yeah. And as like, we saw in the, the bubble, works. yeah, the bubble. Why why would you not go to the bubble? I know players like, hated it, but there it wasn't works. a COVID case for fine. months. There wasn't COVID yeah. cases for months, and and like being indoors for two to three hours. It's just not going to work. And what annoys me more is um, I saw uh, last game when the uh, Nets beat the uh, Heat that Heat. Kyrie and Bam Adebato tried to switch jerseys, and yeah. the security shut it down. Like, that isn't the biggest COVID threat. Being yeah, they don't They don't care about everything else. When you're exposed to multiple, you know, hundreds of people a week, it's the biggest like Like, switching jerseys isn't going to suddenly... Yeah, like doing, and then like Kyrie went to a birthday party inside maskless. No one cared. He got right back in a week. But like as soon as like off the court, they say hi or they try to switch jerseys. It's not okay. Like it's like they're not doing it well. Just go back to the bubble. I know the players hate it, but you're gonna be able to play basketball. Yeah, like, like no, no. They're com- they're complaining they can't play basketball, but you're gonna play basketball. It's NBA, simple. you're seriously gonna like. If you're not going back to the bubble, you're playing in 30 different cities. It's the only team playing different states every night. But you're not allowed to have two players switch jerseys. It just makes sense to me. They break back to the bubble and have, like, all these COVID protocols be a little less, like, strict. But bubble because, yeah, the bubble was, like, super safe zone. Every team, I don't think there was any COVID cases throughout there was there was no COVID cases for a couple months, but there was one when a player uh, kind of like went out of the bubble. But the thing with the bubble is they're gonna have to get another ho- like another hotel than there that they already have because twenty two teams they can't just have twenty two teams they can't just take away basketball like that. And I think they're gonna have all the teams be there because it's just it's just better for everyone and fans. Like, why do you even have like? Five percent of fans, twenty-five percent of fans. They're not going to do anything. I know you need like the money, but yeah. they're not going to do anything. Twenty-five percent of fans, five percent of fans is not going to get you where you need to be. So just don't have fans. Stop the COVID protocols. What like, annoys me is no. the NFL too. They're they're saying something like forty percent fans for the Super Bowl. Now I like the atmosphere. Like I love big crowd games. 
But when there's a deadly virus that has already killed uh, 400,300 people, then yeah. you might want to go to like 20%. Like, everybody has to make sacrifices. Yeah, yeah. Everybody has to make sacrifices, especially on the biggest stage of football. Just got to make a sacrifice. Like, you don't have a fan. You don't have fans. Or like, only year. people with Just vaccines. make that sacrifice. And and also, yeah, only people that got the vaccine. And also, like... like you, you you shouldn't you shouldn't go to a game, game where it's like forty like, percent like, capacity, capacity and a lot of people, especially huge stadiums, like Forty percent capacity is like how many Giants fans go to MetLife Stadium when the Giants play? Oh, uh, well, <laughs> that's forty. Just imagine that. How many Giants fans leave after halftime? Forty percent capacity is the amount of Eagles fans at Giants games. Like, like, I mean, Cowboys fans at there's just that's a lot of people especially when uh the virus and the yeah the virus is going around like 40 percent really um all right wrapping up this podcast getting a little bit longer than we wanted it to but still a good one uh wrapping it up now thanks for thanks listening thank you for listening more coming soon and peace